Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Versus Jingle, 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 the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing Frosty the Snowman. And I'm Adam Peacock, and I will be representing holiday classic character Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Yep, uh-huh, we have two. It's This is probably the most obvious pairing we've done. Yeah. It's just two mascots who love snow and ice. I'm very excited to talk about Gritty. I, I found can't wait so to much hear cool it. stuff. I know you showed <laughs> us your pages upon pages of notes. Let's just get straight to them. Adam, you've got two minutes on the clock to state your case. Why is Gritty the superior holiday icon? Okay, well, let me first give you a little bit of history about Gritty. Uh, prior to the 2018-2019 season of the NHL, only two teams, Caitlin, did not have a mascot. The oh. New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers. But the Philadelphia Flyers marketing team set out to put an end to that. At the 2016 NHL All-Star Game, they saw the mascots and they realized the potential to create revenue for their team, greed, and as a nice little thing at the end, community outreach. So with the help of Brian Allen of F- Flyland Designs in Belafonte, Pennsylvania. He was commissioned to design Gritty and David Raymond, who plays the Philadelphia Fanatic, was also consulted and they came up with a with a concept that the organization wanted to quote wanted it to be someone you would quote high five but not want to hug. Uh, <laughs> Gritty is a seven-foot-tall, furry, orange creature with googly eyes and who emerged after construction at the Wells Fargo Center, disrupted his secret hideout. This is all canon. Uh, And now Gritty serves as the mascot and ambassador to the Philadelphia Flyers, bringing fun and chaos wherever he goes, be it Christmas time or springtime or summertime. Gritty's your guy. Beautifully put. Thanks, buddy. I love hearing the history of Gritty. There's so much. High it's, five, but not hug. Yeah, the, yeah. Which I feel like a lot of this feels like Philadelphia. Yeah, so I genuinely did not know the name of the team that Gritty was the mascot of, and now I do, so I'd like to thank you for that. But he does oh, feel yeah, very Philly to me. Very Philadelphia. Uh, speaking of Philadelphia, let's get two minutes in the clock so you can tell us why Frosty the Snowman is the better Christmas character. Perfect transition. Thank you so much, dude. Adam, I know that you are already singing the song, and therein lies my winning strategy for this very debate right here. Because does Gritty have a song? 
No, he's not. And Frosty is not as old as you might think that he is. Frosty kind of feels like a folktale that's been around forever. But actually, he first appeared in the song Frosty the Snowman, written by Walter Rollins and Steve Nelson in 1950. It immediately became a hit. Everybody and their mother and their mother's best friend, Joan, who she always holds hand with. And like, why does she go over there in the afternoon and then come home kind of giggly? <laughs> recorded a cover of it. Uh, Gene Autry was the first one, but then it was like Harry Belafonte, everybody. Michael Bublé's cover of the song has 7.4 million views on YouTube. Jimmy Durante's version has 8.6 million listens on Spotify. This baby is a certified hit. But Frosty's not just a song, my darling. He also became a 1969 Rankin and Bass movie. If you don't know Rankin and Bass, they're the ones who do the stop motion that apparently children find creepy but old people love. Stop motion is such a beautiful art form and I recommend watching this short. It's quite short. The movie is psychotic. He basically kidnaps a kid and then she almost dies from exposure in the woods. Frosty <laughs> is a little bit edgier than you might have heard. Um... He's an American icon, finally, a non-religious winter mascot who just wants to laugh and play in thumpity thump thump over the hills. Who is Frosty? Don't stress about it. He's a couple of balls of snow who came to life because of a magic hat. Sometimes that magic hat was put on his head by a magician. Sometimes it's just the magic of winter. But Frosty is also heartbreaking. Gritty endures, but Frosty melts away with the springtime. So it's incumbent upon us to enjoy Frosty while we can. And while he did promise that he will be back someday, he does melt away just like the magic of childhood. That's my time. I mean, I hate to do this right away, but I feel like I won the argument because he goes away in the spring and Gritty is eternal. And I'm so glad you brought this up because I feel like that's why I win the argument. Sure, Gritty's eternal. His weird plastic fur is not going to break down. But Frosty, like, you just love him more because you know that he's not going to stick around. Like I get more of a Jeepers Creepers vibe from him coming back every six months or something. You got to get ready. Yeah. And that movie rocked and there was nothing wrong with it or the production of it. <laughs> I love the first movie. <laughs> I know. I know. I think we all did. Frosty, like, Frosty is the blueprint for, like, the man who disappears on you. Like, you're texting, you go on one or two dates, you run through the fields, you go on a sleigh ride, you're like, oh my god, this is so magical, and then he completely disappears, and you're like, what happened? I need to know. I'm pining for this guy. And then he comes back and you're like, oh, I'm so mad at you. But also, hell, yeah, I still want it. Jesus. <laughs> you haven't been in the dating scene in a while. I guess not. Whereas Gritty's like, oh, it's hockey season again. Here he is. All right. I mean, let I would. Gritty's fun in the sack. Let's just get down to business. It's got. He's got to be right. I mean, yeah, he's gritty, insane. Gritty does not have a box spring. Like Gritty sleeps on an air mattress on the floor, and you know yeah. when you go over to someone's house, and that's the case. I think this is the second or third time we've brought up this exact scenario on this show. Shit. Someone with the air mattress on the floor. Do I have a box spring thing? I don't know. I'm discovering stuff about myself. Yeah, I mean, look, they're both like unreliable men. Uh, well, that is most certain. Yes, I. But I don't think Gritty makes any excuses about being an unreliable man. Interesting. Tell me more. You know, he's a man of action. He loves pranks. He loves creating madness wherever he goes. And you can't settle down somebody like that. You can't rope a tornado. Mm. I mean, they sent him to Toronto for God's sakes during the NHL playoffs a couple of years ago. Did they? How did he behave in Canada? 
I mean, I think as you would expect, kind of mm-hmm. crazy, like, you know, if somebody from Philadelphia would behave in a different city. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gritty, like, it's undeniable that Gritty is for grownups. Gritty is not for the children. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's exactly right. And Frosty is for the children. And frankly, I think not enough things this is my defense, are for kids now. Like, every goddamn Pixar movie has to be about generational trauma. And it's like, yeah, I guess this is for kids because there's, like, bright colors in it, but really it's for adults. Frosty is for the little ones. Yeah. My mom sent me a picture last night, actually, of what she was watching, and it was the old Rankin-Bass, like, Frosty and Rudolph and all that. Yeah, Gritty doesn't have a movie, does he? No, not yet. He's been in a movie, though. He's been in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he also showed up on uh, WWF television where he got into a bit of a spat with The Miz. That does rock. That's pretty funny. What we're really talking about here is, sure, Gritty is, like, the archetype of the trickster. You know, he, he, he symbolizes the prankster in all of us, but Frosty is so pure like you could not make a frosty porn parody if you tried and i guarantee someone has made a gritty one well yeah i mean like look gritty's a bad boy okay sure let's let me ask you this has frosty ever been investigated for assault he probably should have been but no well gritty has in 2019, he was accused of punching a 13-year-old in the back at a meet and greet for the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Did the what happened? Does the person in the mascot go to jail? Well, the the Philly PD cleared him of any wrongdoing, so. <laughs> he did not. I guess there wasn't enough evidence to support this person's claim, but I, he did it. I don't mean to insult anyone from Pennsylvania, but do we trust the Philly PD to? carefully investigate pretty i love philadelphia it's like deadwood out there it's great yeah yeah i went to philadelphia and was like oh my god i don't understand why people shit on philadelphia and then i got on the train oh boy quite a city that did it for you i saw a man smoking crack cocaine on the train yeah there used to be some guys who would do that at my apartment in chicago like my buddy on the street they the gentleman's hotel they all lived at What is a gentleman's hotel, Adam? I think it's like a place where you go if you're on some hard times, maybe. Okay. It's a, you know, maybe a weekly rate kind of place, I think. Okay. I thought you were describing some sort of like what they would call just like a house with gay men in it in the <laughs> 40s. Yeah. So, yeah. I live behind a brothel. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gritty is purely a human creation and frosty is magic and therefore i think frosty wins on that oh well, this is tough because he's i mean he's described as a creature Greedy so is? yeah so i mean okay is it a creature of imagination you could say because somebody made it up but then there's also this whole backstory that he was living underground what yeah, that's that's how Gritty was supposedly unleashed on the world, is that they were beginning construction on the Wells Fargo Center, which is where the Philadelphia Flyers play, and they disturbed his secret hideout. Yeah, that kind of flew past me in your introduction because there was so much insane information about Gritty. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Yeah. what's Okay, what is a cooler origin story? Discovered in a cave under the Wells Fargo Center or rolled up out of snow with a magic hat placed upon your head oh see this is tough because you're you're pulling at my childhood heartstrings 
Now, you're from a snow place. Was Frosty important to you? Oh, yeah. We watched Frosty every year. Like that same movie my mom was watching. Yeah. And she made little... My mom was into ceramics, so she made a Frosty the Snowman ceramic. That's so cute. Yeah, and if it was I'm very a, cool. Can I tug at your heartstrings a little bit? Um, my family... Uh, I grew up going up to Tahoe and my family are very enthusiastic about cross-country skiing, um, which is very hard. And every year, you know, we would we would go up there for the day uh, and I would be like, look, guys, you know, I'm so lucky to be up here with my family and I love you so much. And all I want to do is just play in the snow. I just want to make a snowman. I don't see snow that much. We're from California. You got to drive to it. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, can we just make a snowman? And every year they'd be like, yeah, maybe after we're done skiing. And then by oh, the time no. we were done skiing, there was no more time for snowmen. And I never got to make one. And so when That's I why you saw- don't ski. It sucks. Uh, but cross-country skiing is free, so that, that does edge out downhill. <laughs> my point being, all I ever wanted to do was make my own Frosty. And I didn't get to, Adam. Buddy. And so the yearning in my heart when I see Frosty the snowman- is so powerful and gritty doesn't make me feel anything well i was just about to say it's funny you say that because frosty i think you did a, a wonderful job of showing what he encapsulates in terms of those feelings and aspects of ourselves right yeah. now ask yourself this what if i could just go absolutely batshit crazy right now and do the most insane thing i can think of and not only will i not get in trouble i'll be celebrated for doing it i, I don't think I don't think you should. I don't trust you. I think that there's a darkness inside of you, and I think the most bad shit. Thing no, no, no. You can think of. No, no, no. It's not bad. Insane. What's the most bad shit thing you can think of to do right now while your cat's sitting in someone's house? I don't. I can't do that right now because I thought I accidentally let one of them out one time, and I got so scared. Okay. That okay. I, Nothing to I do with cats. Do Nothing weird. Because I had a panic attack, and I called my buddy. I was like, "Dude, I think I lost one of your cats." <laughs> Okay, I take it back. There's no darkness inside you. You're just a sweet, sweet man. Yeah, yeah. What's the craziest thing I can think of to do? I mean, of course, people's minds go, it's got to be something with feces, but that's not always the right answer. Okay, that's not exactly where my mind went. What would your mind go to? Take off all my clothes, run around. Yeah, okay. Run around crazy in the street. Something with feces. Yeah, you're giving people a fun story to tell later on in the day, and I'm I'm ruining people's weekends. And your poop guy. Oh man, maybe there is that darkness. Uh, yeah, I just think you know. Do you want to be your higher self or your lower self? That's what we're really asking people to decide, especially during the holiday season. Uh, does Gritty have any friends? Does Gritty have sidekicks? I think the entire city of Philadelphia would count as his friend. Shit. Because he's there for the city. Yeah, you got me there. They are really proud of him, huh? Love him. Uh, Gritty was voted the top league mascot of 2019 by the NHL Players Association. He'd only been around for a year. Wow. By the Players Association. That's a coveted title. Yeah, that's that. those are the players. A lot of those guys turned on their own teams. Yeah. <laughs> Because Gritty is just that fucking charismatic. But Frosty has every little child who's ever rolled three balls of snow and put a carrot in it. And that's a lot of sweet little children. 
And see, I have done that. And bullies came by when I went in to get more supplies and they punched his little face out. Now we're getting into it. Is this why you hate Frosty the Snowman? I don't hate Frosty. What childhood trauma is causing you to turn on this lovable, plump little snowman? I don't know. Maybe Gritty represents the side of me that's angry and I just want to lash out at those bullies. Punch a 13-year-old in the back. Oh my God, that's what it is. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I think that you should turn away from the darkness and embrace Frosty. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be on any recorded thing saying I'm going to punch a 13 year old in the back (laughs) and they're not going to cut this part out I'm going to bribe the editor to make sure this stays in actually if I did it in Philly I'd probably get away with it (laughs) which which one of these characters would you rather be locked in a cabin with like the snow's fallen too hard you're stuck there for at least three days before the plowman comes this is the part it's frosty because the gritty thing would get it would get old after a while and I'm too much of a curmudgeon to like to be at that speed the whole time because frosty's making you uh hot chocolate he's summoning his friends the forest creatures to hang out Mm -hmm. you're gonna meet an elk if you hang out with frosty long enough i know damn it all right yeah you're right it's frosty that's the one you want to be locked in a cabin with thank you Locked in an NHL professional hockey stadium, though. Yeah, Frosty can't skate that we know of. I think the, when he first appeared, he fell. Like, when they debuted him, he fell. Firing, yeah, firing a t-shirt cannon into the crowd. <laughs> Which oh. is, I mean, like, that's great, right? That's a good visual. That's a good visual. Let me ask you this. Let's get a little political here. Has Frosty the Snowman been known to side with any sort of political affiliation? Whoa, this is a really interesting question. I think because he's from the 50s, I assume that he is like moderate at most. I mean, uh, yeah. I think Frosty, but also I will say this. So many winter, so many iconic winter characters are religious. Santa, Jesus. Um, Yeah. Uh, Moisha the Hanukkah Easter Goblin. Bunny. Sure. Um, Wait, what was huh? that? <laughs> uh, it's, but Frosty is, <laughs> by his very nature, an atheist. Frosty is like, you can enjoy winter without having to worry about Christ. And so I actually, I think like Frosty falls in this funny sort of like socially libertarian, like fiscally moderate zone. What about Gritty? Based on my research, he tends to lean towards the left. Okay. He uh, he appeared in a Philly anti-Trump ad. <laughs> I cannot believe the NHL let him do that. I can't believe it either, but apparently they did, according <laughs> to this research. I mean, I, I could be wrong. And uh, apparently Trump said some things about Philly, and then when he lost in Philly, uh, Gritty, I believe it came from his actual social media account, the thing that Trump said was bad things happen in Philly because he was shitting on Philly. Mm-hmm. And then when he lost in Philly, that's what they wrote about him. So Gritty took a shot at the president. Okay. Wow. Interesting. At the president of the United States, the commander in chief, I support the <laughs> troops. So I would never do that. Oh, no. Gritty hates the troops. Is that what yeah, you're saying? I oh, think so. God. I think that's what I'm saying. And Frosty, and this is canon, served in Korea. Oh, God. Does that mean I hate the troops, too, because I'm representing them? It's just something to think about. Oh, God. My brother's going to kill me. (laughs) And I dare anyone listening to prove that Frosty didn't serve. 
Well, I mean, he was. When was he created? The fifties. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the person who created him must have seen some sort of war experience. Yeah. Yeah, Walter Rollins and Steve Nelson, the writers of the song. I think. I think so. What are you calling them? Cowards? No. <laughs> Should have been fighting instead of writing songs. God, I really don't have the spirit of Christmas right now. I'm 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 hitting you with some very low blows. No, it's okay. These are um, it's it's fun. I mean Yeah. You know It's fun to be mean to your friends. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Have absolutely. you noticed that? It is it is fun. I'm trying to think if I have any other fun I mean like so gritty his whole thing is kind of a, a violent behavior he mm. he his whole thing was threatening the pittsburgh penguins mascot um he he once participated in an activity between periods where he was body checking people <laughs> in a um in some sort of like a goal game they were setting up mm-hmm. in between periods so like he's pretty he's pretty aggressive yeah and you like that i don't i'm not saying i like it but I'm just saying, like, you know. Yeah. Am I? I would. Am I going to watch him body check civilians <laughs> during a, during a hockey game? I, I would like to. Yeah, I think what we have here is the duality of winter, because you know it can be really fierce and and intense and crazy, and it can also be really you know homey and and gentle, and it's like. When human beings look at nature, you know, sometimes we just want to see like, oh, cute, like, you know, like snowshoe hares and uh, little cardinal birds. But what we fail to see is the wolf in the night. And that's gritty. That was really good. I think that's a great place to take a break. I think I might have just made an argument for gritty. And I think you're right. Let's take a quick break. No, the good and the bad. You calm, you're, you're calm, you're enjoying the winter, and you're angry because your car's stuck in the snow. Exactly, exactly. That's gritty and frosty. They both exist within us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, round two, it's time for games. All right, folks, welcome back to round two for this week's episode of Versus. Of course, in round two, you know this, you love this. Adam and I each pick a game and we challenge each other to play that game and see who comes out the winner and whose character is on top. Uh, This week and this whole month, we're just going to have a little bit of festive fun. We've got holiday themed games. And the one that I have chosen is, of course, Christmas Cookie Clash. Please design for me the perfect cookie based off of Gritty. I'm going to put one minute on the clock, and I want you to describe that cookie. Uh, so uh, this might be, a, you might think of this as a form of cheating, but, but it's not. <clears throat> it's uh, it's just a regular Oreo. It's just a regular Oreo that he gives you, but it's not so much how he gives it, or that's not what he gives you, it's how he gives it to you, right? So like you're walking along the street, in Philadelphia on a perfectly fine winter's day and all of a sudden you feel something walking up behind you and it's gritty and he's got like an old styrofoam cup full of cigarette water and he just throws it in your face and then just pushes you down and as you're trying to regain your balance and come to he just whips the cookie at your head but then he gives you like a cool Philadelphia Flyers hat Aww, that makes me miss my (laughs) Nana (laughs) uh Question to you, one minute on the clock. What is Frosty's Christmas cookie? 
Okay, I interpreted this question a little bit differently. I think it's three Mexican wedding cookies stacked on top of each other with an actual silk tiny top hat um, placed on top. The carrot is royal icing. Uh, But now you've got me thinking about how Frosty would give me this cookie. And I think that, like... The thing about Frosty is that I think that he is a lonely soul. Um, he is built and then he is left outside while the children move on with their lives. And he only lasts one season and he knows that he's going to be gone. So I think that what Frosty wants more than anything is a child. So I think that wow. Frosty pulls this cookie that looks like a little snowman out of his body. It's ice cold. Uh, he comes up to your bedroom window in the night. Tap, tap, tap. You hear tap, tap, tap. It's his sticks tapping on the window. He pulls this cookie out of his body and goes, please, please. And you eat the cookie and then he disappears back into the woods. Please? What? What is the please for? He, he needs you to eat his child so that it will oh be inside of God. you. Oh, my God. He shouldn't. He can't have kids, can he? Fro- Frosty? No, you don't put a dick on Frosty. Well, I didn't. I didn't know if there was some like, you know, snowman reproductive system or whatever. No, but that's the thing. He can never make a snowman because his hands are made of twigs. He doesn't have the dexterity he needs to roll it. So all he has to leave behind him is this cookie. Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, that was a fun one. Adam, what game did you pick for us to play? Well, speaking of lonely people at the holidays with nothing better to do because nobody (laughs) loves them, that's not true. Uh, Caitlin, I'm going to pitch to you the game The Not-So-Secret Santa. What would your character, Frosty the Snowman, gift my character, Gritty? Love this. Frosty, I think, has such a pure soul. And uh, I think that he worries about Gritty's naughty behavior. So I think that uh, what Frosty would give to Gritty would be um, a spanking. Uh, I think that uh, what Frosty thinks that Gritty really needs is some discipline. Uh, and, And not in that way. I just think... That, you know, Frosty would really think that Gritty would be improved by treating other people with more kindness. And he's, again, from the 50s. He thinks corporal punishment is good for you. And we don't have to agree with that. But I think that Frosty's heart is in the right place. I think he's come to the right spot because he's from the 50s. You know he's got some pent up. Just things he never got to get out just because of the times. I really didn't think that was going to come out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't think that either, but it was fun. Adam, let's put one minute on the clock. What would Gritty give to Frosty? All right. I think Gritty, in the spirit of the Philadelphia Flyers, because I feel like it's been, you know, we've been making a lot of jokes about Philly and Gritty and all that. But this year, uh, Gritty has taken over the section 122 at Gritty's Chaos Corner at the Wells Fargo Center. You can go up there and buy tickets and see all kinds of crazy things that Gritty's going to get into while you enjoy a game with the Philadelphia Flyers. And I think Gritty's gift to Frosty would be two tickets to Gritty's Corner to enjoy a game to sit up there and watch the historic Philadelphia Flyers franchise, former team of Eric Lindros, John DeClaire, Ron Hextall. Uh, And then, you know, if your thing rolls over into mine, we have a few drinks at the bar at the game. And then there's a W Hotel, I'm sure, somewhere around there. And maybe Frosty shows Gritty his uh, 
I don't know. Surprise. Eat my son is what he says. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, look, I'll level with you. It's flu season and I'm on a little bit of day quill. So Yeah, honestly, if, I've I've been taking a lot of Sudafed. Yeah, if, really if this episode felt like a fever dream to you, hey, it did to us too. Well, sweet listeners, uh you're gonna have to make the tough decision of who won which game, whose gift was better, whose cookie was more delicious. Um, cigarette <laughs> water and an Oreo whipped at your head, or a cookie pulled from Frosty's very body. Now it's time to close up our bag of gifts and give you our closing arguments. So, Adam, I hope you're ready to give us your final argument. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Go for it. Honestly, I really just, I like going to hockey games. I'm a big Red Wings fan. So I think just getting to hang out with a cool mascot would be really fun. I think something like Gritty's Corner or that thing i think that would be a real ball so if you got somebody like that in your life especially with a team that you like you know go do that get to experience that not just with gritty i feel like not to besmirch frosty but that's kind of a more one-on-one experience and gritty is for everybody i mean he's in a whole section of the wells fargo arena so gritty's got enough love to go around you can not only experience those what would you do if you could go absolutely crazy feelings and you know keep in mind if it is, make it more like Caitlin's, not mine. But you can get to do that with other people, and Gritty's the source of that joy. So, and he's not going to bail on you in six months. Wow. Yeah. I mean, make some really good points. Well, you know, it, it, it's, I like hockey. A whole section. A whole section. And hockey games are not very expensive. No, no. As compared to football games, which are too expensive. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Why is Frosty the best character? Frosty is such a complex character because uh, he embodies that childlike joy and wonder of creating something with your hands in the snow, of putting that carrot on the nose and, and feeling like you've created a whole human life. And that's wonderful. But Frosty is also the darkness of the holidays. He is the lonely man out in the cold with his nose pressed to the window while the family celebrates together. And I think that maybe what Frosty asks us to do is, you know, not not be chaotic, but also not turn away from the darkness we feel inside ourselves at this time of year. And to acknowledge that with the spring, a certain kind of wildness also melts away from us. And also, look at his little top hat. It's so cute. I love Frosty. Vote Frosty. I just want to say, if you do vote Frosty, you're tiptoeing dangerously close to Unabomber territory. (laughs) A vote for Gritty is a vote for Chaos, and a vote for Frosty is a vote for Anarchy. You can't lose. Just saying. Just saying. All right. We, we've had some laughs, but ultimately now it's up to you, the listener, to choose which is your favorite frozen water related <laughs> mascot character. Again, these two are such an obvious pair up that I don't know how we didn't do it before now. If you would like to weigh in, give us suggestions on which iconic characters we should debate next. You can email us at officialversuspodcast at gmail.com or tweet at Woodelf Media on socials and use the hashtag VS Podcast. Until next week, I'm Caitlin Hempstead. I'm Adam Peacock. 
Stay warm. Bye. Bye. Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.